December 28, 2020. It's a lot for Pedro's show.
Watch for Pedro Show. Happy Monday. I think it's the last Monday of the year. Yeah, must Whoa. be, yeah. You can hear my guests, people. Yes, I'm not man alone, even though Brother Matt's at the Love Grotto on a pleasure point because quite in quarantino mode. I got with me Ricardo Diaz Gomez. And I didn't say Gomez, people, because in Portugal, they don't put a Z on the end of that name. Same with Rodriguez. I learned that by right. Torin. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that by Torin. But uh, welcome aboard, uh, Ricardo. Uh, Thank we, you. Yeah. Thank you, what? Big, big honor. And we got to give a uh, big congrats to Stevie Bono for making the connect. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Big shout out to him, yeah. our friend Stephen Bono. Yeah, beautiful man. Okay, yeah. uh, we start with John Coltrane doing The Promise, something live. Uh, and then Ricardo Diaz Gomez with Precipicio. Yeah, Precipicio. Yeah, I think we would say precipice, a kind of Latin word for the edge of a cliff, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Right, right, right. We share so much. A lot of it's pronunciation, <laughs> <laughs> even in the fucking same language. So let's go back with your musical journey. What, 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 please tell me your earliest musical recollection. You said you are Rio, man. Rio de Janeiro. Well, yeah, Rio de Janeiro, where we have like a shitload of rain, and I really could use some rain now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my father is a musician. He's a trumpet player. Ah, great. Man. Yeah. So I had a piano in my house since like ever. So I started like playing, like for just like banging the piano when I was early child. So yeah, my first recollections is just like, you know, composing like random stuff in the piano. And then like in the early teenagehood, I started some formal, you know, classes into classical music. Uh, can, I, can I ask you about school? Like, uh, you know, with all the other fucking chicos? Uh, uh, choir or marching band or uh, the recorder? Did you do any music at school as a kid? Well, my school did uh, offer some music lessons uh, when I was a teenager. So, I mean, there must be something recorded from those days, but I'm not sure. Uh, ah, that yeah. recorder. Recorder is a type of flute. And a lot of schools, yeah, in U.S., England, maybe, mainly. But it's a kind of flute that kids, it's diatonic, huh? So, <laughs> so uh, you know, you never are the key, right? <laughs> right? It's a, just yeah. a little fucking plastic thing with holes in it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I would start, like, really into, uh, get into the classical music world, playing the piano. My father was a jazz man, so I would listen to a lot of jazz back home. But at some point in my life, in my teenagerhood, I really got like bored by all this jazz training world. Uh, I started listening to some rock. I had some good friends at school that would show me some stuff like Jimi Hendrix and, you know, the Stooges. And <laughs> I started listening to uh, James Chance and the Contortions. Oh, yeah. And yeah, the meters, and so it, it was a big change for me. Like by my late teenagehood years, uh, I would want to stop all this really formal training and just pick up the bass guitar and play more visceral stuff. And so yeah, it was like 
I, I made like the opposite uh, path of a lot of people, right? People start listening to a lot of Ramones and stuff, and then they got more chill and, and jazzy. I made the opposite thing. I started very jazzy, and then I went straight up into punk and reggae and all those genres. So left hand, a piano, did it help with bass guitar? I I, I think so. Uh, piano is like a good instruments to learn first for sure because you you uh you can see like how it works right like melody harmony wise uh yeah there's used... there's one button for every note yeah you can, you can really see them right you can right really whereas uh, for example the bass guitar four string one we have the same note in three different places four different yeah. places sometimes right uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But, but they, that's they... a thing too. I, I mean, it, to play the bass, I felt like I didn't need to think as much. You know, piano, you have to always be thinking where I can put my hands, where I cannot put my hands. And the bass, I could just feel that you could just play one note at the, sa at, at, at the time, you know? Right, <laughs> right, right. Sort of like a drummer. Yeah, more rhythm. And it was like a great, like, passion and cure for, for me, you know, getting more visceral. You know, music. a drummer, there's not many intervals, right? They have notes, but they last only a very <laughs> short time. So it's the way you hit them. And in a yeah. way, the, I know the bass guitar looks like a guitar, but it's kind of more like a drum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I guess it depends how you work it. What was the first record you bought with your own money? Oh, <laughs> I think it was like from a band from Brazil uh, called Paralamas do Sucesso. Uh, the records called Selvagem. I remember being in a store, and yeah, and I, I was just looking for the best cover, you know. The artwork. <laughs> the artwork. The art artwork, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm the same way, but you know, when you're a kid, you don't have a lot of money. So I'm, I'm curious, what would you first spend your money on? Yeah, but I, the, the record's really good. I, ah, I'm, okay. I'm tricky. Yeah. Did, you, <laughs> did you end up getting to see this band play live? Uh, yeah, in some festival. Yeah, back in the day, I've seen them. Yeah, what, was, group, good. what was the first band you got to see play live? Oh, shit, man. Uh, I have no idea. Probably I've seen my father playing. For, ah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah, right. play some jazz. Sure, yeah, sure. Most uh, likely. I want to play a uh, teleparada. Cabeça. Trema. Sedução. Sobrevoo. Carris. Desperta, gira. Deixar Agarra Fugir não Pode Sino Toca Apoio
cidade Idas Chuava sushi de abas Algas Isabel Perejando Torre, Roy, Disney, Doente Skates Assina, soube Descasse, sóis, alalaú, romã, bebês Quer, neo, jeito Hidro, sistema, apaga, sala, postagem, gabava, ociosa Labareda Doença, eleger, cisões de goga amarela, turca, senha, risadas, acabou Budos Banana, ajeitar, zumbi Manta Uno, a Jeta, pleno podendo amava. Trying to make it through the day I'm only 10% happy 
situation when the fear of danger is removed. Passive is safe. The razor's edge is only imagined if exposure is merely reflections. A picture of a wolf escaping jaws will not rip you.
The star date, 237-534-123. Poesie du jour. Anticipating gifts aside from the avalanche. Sharing until it hurt. Hurled through embedded airs. Daring narratives quelled furtive darts out of layers. Words once locked away from the tired and keyless. In truth, lie and kiss better than an alibi in distress. Admittedly starving of the dearest embraces. Strangles ambition by barbed wire. Dearth of faces, one by one resounding in peril, unexplained, where curs lurk among redounded rank renegades. How are those dreams, wide, happy, or safe? Reflexing realm breathes green with greed. Uplifted are we in life, sure-handed by faith, needing less than told. Out from constant seethe. Journey nights with the Sandman, such freshening jaunts. Inhale, climbing to outlast the crumbling hive and debris. Granulating each moment, morsels savored at once, while nary a shepherd's crook in robot clothing is seen. Lick spittle rankles the hurtive heart, furs and spleen. Sweat-quivered puddles reflect the opposite of oases. Yet to glimpse beyond the shroud of squalor one sees, vastly unfold without cease, horizons of opportunity. For upon every hill gleams after one's toil, sweetest prize. Where hunger is the tastiest gravy, and home everywhere lies. As magnetic smiles light footsteps without greed or disguise, and no effort goes unheeded or underutilized. To dodge clouds sucking at ground level grows easy, some say cool. Thumb drivers unwash that digit, right, left, up, down, the dance of the fool. Rockets sugar the feet in synaptic repose while we breathe ether and air. Tingly toes propel our isms through pools of community for every care. Ballad at the masquerade seems folly at the least. The puddle quivers while around gooey dross some skating awareness, stoic and unshivered, sprays of frosty shards determine safe vectors chilling to the bone, outracing detractors still distracted, scheming and all alone. To have been grifted the lesson of to fish remains surely one of the gifts. Sharing grew easier every time, favors must be given. By asking, of course, first whether the cart before the horse would shift the story uphill, of sorts, where cascades of laughter shimmer us in scintillating dew, manna and mist, arriving with seed, skill, stock, ingenuity and the elbowest of greases, can raise spirits and lowest of hearts, clarions of voice, into chiming beyond, rippling the views incandescent and new, in blossoming optimism ceaseless, as the tiniest hand waters the land, washing hope into hearts now unbound. We unravel in the moment and become nothing all at once, and everything is us all around. We will all forgive one another, 
to the shiniest of sound, laughing as everyone is lifted up into the sound. from Pedro Show. Started that chunk of music off with Ricardo Diaz Gomez, Tela Parada. And then we had uh, Crushed by Pimps, a remix from uh, Senor Al, a psychedelic remix, it says here. 10% happy, but only one P, so yeah. It's like 20%. <laughs> You're missing the fucking letter. A 38 Tigers live from Bomas Pre- Prin Prinden. God 
damn, I still can't say their name right, which is kind of rare because they only did five or six gigs, even though they recorded like, I don't know, 3,500, 5,000 songs. Then we had a Ortho, Orthotonics with Barking Under a Banner, Kim Cooper Complex with Beeswax, Chris Kroger with Waiting Gifts of the Avalanche, and Ricardo Diaz Gomez with Paranormal. Ah, we got that word. <laughs> Sometimes they're the same. Yeah. So, uh, what about the thing after school? With the, like the basement band, the garage band, the uh, bedroom band, you know, with your buddies, like you said, rock and roll. Yeah. Well, uh, when I left school, like the high school, uh, I had in my mind that I, I maybe wouldn't go straight to music university school, but I first went to mathematics school because I had some, you know, I was fascinated by, you know, math and physics, but I had, I had to leave that uh, because I was already a musician playing in like 11 bands, you know, every day of the week I would be rehearsing or playing live. So I had to abandon this mathematics world thing. But oh. I did go to... Let, let, let me try to understand. Let me try to understand. So yeah. you went you went from no bands to all these bands. Did you, did, didn't you have any like little bands as a teenager? Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, that's uh, what I, I was asking band. about. I was curious. Right, sorry. Yeah, with my first band, I was like 11 year, years old with like a neighbor. He would play the drums and I would play the keyboards. We were like, we had like a guitar guy that would not even plug the guitar. He would just like show, you know. Uh, like a, air, and, we call it air guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But there was also a uh, real guitar playing the band. And it was amazing, yeah. Our first gig was at our school. I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was it yeah. a success? Uh, not really, but it was quite important for us. <laughs> what, what about the material? Were you guys co copying people or, or writing your own things? Oh, yeah, we were copying some stuff, but we did write. Yeah, I remember this song one of the guys came up with. I remember uh, because this guy had a turtle and the turtle was called Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> Osbourne. Osbourne, yeah. yeah. So, so, yeah. We would have a song for this turtle with this name, <laughs> like the Black Sabbath singer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> great, great. So you, when you this leads up to a time you start getting into a lot of bands, huh? Yeah, yeah. Is it is, is it almost work? Is it always for fun, or is it kind of work too? Uh, at the beginning, just for fun, I, I could afford it. You know, I had I, I have a, like a middle class background. So in my teenagehood, they could afford, you know, like playing with everybody for no money. Uh, and I, yeah, I was having a lot of fun and getting into a lot of different kind of music and meeting a lot of people. But yeah, my first paid, paid gig, maybe around 18 years old or 19, something like that. Okay. Now, now you were talking about math. Do you? Yeah. Now you being both a music man and then uh, exploring math, did you see connections? Not at all. People like to see 
you know, connections between mathematics and music. I don't think they're really that related. <laughs> well, but, you know, John Coltrane with his uh, uh, investigation of Nicholas Shlominsky's uh, book of scales and things like this. Right. I know that book. Yeah. Yeah, of course, you can look at music from a mathematical, you know, point of view. But uh, the reality is that, that the uh, the daily stuff you do is really different, you know. It's like the feeling is different. Yes, the feel is what's different. Yeah, what is yeah, mathematics yeah. way more intellectual, right? And music's got a body part. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You have to move. Especially yeah. bass. Oh, man. Especially bass. <laughs> yeah, some uh, a guy I was playing with, he was asking me about... Well, you made your bass kind of deep sounding in, uh, well, I had to give room to the other instruments because we're the glue. We got to glue it. We, you feel us. You don't sometimes hear us. Yeah, yeah. I love it, man. I love bass guitar. And I love playing, you know, my bass, the strings are, uh, are high, so I need to put in strength to play. So I don't have a lot of agility, you know, it can play fast, but I, I like how it sounds, how it feels to put, put on strength on the string, pulling it hard and, you know, listening to that big, you know, fat, uh, low-endy and rhythm thing. No, yeah. that's, that's really interesting because you know who played with big action? James Jamerson. Oh, right? Really? The guy on all oh. the Motown records. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he came from stand-up, right? But they couldn't record stand-up very well. So this new instrument... In fact, my union card used to say Fender Bass. Now right. it's electric bass, right? But the old days, it was Fender Bass. And yeah, so, just Fender, yeah. And he only played with one finger. I don't think bass... Here's my theory, Ricardo. Okay. If, because where our physics... If you, you also said physics, which is kind of a extension of mathematics yeah of physical science well because right. of the physical situation with the big wavelengths of our notes the more notes we play actually smaller we get we can't play too many notes or yeah. we, we stop being bass yeah but there's a whole bunch of bass uh, guitar players who play a lot of notes and they of course they do sound higher pitched so you can understand right yeah, I mean, just think of a drummer. I mean, there's in in India there's a tradition of playing tabla very quickly. Yeah. Okay, I could feel some spirit if they could do that with a bass guitar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I think we're bringing these kind of ideas into the real world, and we're using these machines to try to be part of the expression. So I try to impose these kind of. Uh, superficial things. I don't know. I think James Jamerson, maybe coming from stand-up bass and knowing the limitation of how high those strings were. You're the first guy to be on my show almost 20 years now to talk about liking high action on a bass. Oh, really? Yeah. Everybody oh. wants it low so they can... What's, what's the word over here? We say shred, huh? Shredding, yeah. That's yeah, a joke. <laughs> There's no feeling, right? Shredding just means... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just mathematics. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so what you're talking about to me really is essential stuff. Essential stuff, whether you've been playing one week or ten years. This right. is good stuff to know. And uh, cool. interesting hearing how it came from. And you, and you coming from another instrument and finding that out. So, 
Yeah. You know, yeah. the uh, U.S. jazz scene was very influenced by Latin America. Right. It seems they ran out because they were using the bass as an eighth note driving thing. They wouldn't use the kick drum as the driving thing. Right. So they yeah, had to have right. come up with motifs, I think, rhythmic motifs. Yeah, and, makes sense. And you're talking Rio de Janeiro, girl from Ipanema, right? <laughs> well, they call this the West Coast sound, right, in the early 60s uh, jazz. Yeah, like happy, smooth, and smooth. minimal. That's it, smooth yeah. with a V. Uh, we say smooth. Smooth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, okay. Sorry. So, you're in 11 bands. You say, think, man, taking math classes is too much. So, what, yeah. what, what do you do next? Yeah. So, I started, like, playing bass more and more because I would still be playing a lot of keyboards on those bands. On those 11 bands, I would still be playing a lot of keyboards. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I started getting really fed up with the jazz scene, for sure. I felt like people would be trying to emulate some geniuses, but, you know, I felt it like it was a little bit neurotic to be chasing this kind of thing. Although I fucking love jazz and I fucking love John Coltrane and everybody, of course, I still listen to that today. But it's a different thing, right? They would do that from, uh, like a visceral way. They would be like fucked up by society. And that was like a big scream. And so, yeah, I, I understood that at some point that no, that wasn't for me. Also, to... also, those guys were in the moment. They were trying to copy, uh, you know, Johann Sebastian Bach. You yeah, know what I mean? They were in the moment. See, this is always the, you know, the big joke here is Thelonious Monk would have never won the Thelonious Monk contest because this is the I way humans it. are. Yeah, they take something and they dry it out and they make it into like a skeleton. Right. And put it in a museum inside a box and it can't be touched. And so, yeah, yeah. you have people just trying to copy. Yeah. People try to emulate something. Yeah. A lot. And that felt a, a very neurotic to me. And I, I really got out of this scene and started playing the bass more and more. And the bass, I never had any formal lessons with anybody. I just learned myself. Of course, I knew music already. And I did go to music university. So I knew how to learn by myself. And, and I have a really different approach playing bass. So yeah, things started getting bigger. I started playing with more interesting and bigger stuff in Rio de Janeiro. And yeah. What, and, what, yeah can, I, can I ask you about this? A big composition sure. tool is the piano. Yeah. Right? Because you got a button for every note. And, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but what about bass as a composition tool? I do that a lot. Most of my compositions start on the bass nowadays. But but that's not really the average dealio, right? I wonder right. why. It's yeah. usually the last thing added, right? Yeah, I, I need less stuff, you know. I, I'm most happy when I'm doing the least stuff. And composing in my solo thing, my solo world as an artist is the same. I do like less and less and more skeleton, as you said. So sometimes I just play one bass, one bass notes, 
and that's the that's music already you know it's how you perform it and i started writing some lyrics or whatever so the bass is great for composing of course i sometimes i do play like two notes you know. <laughs> <laughs> i gotta tell you about 40 years ago there was a band from athens georgia called pylon p-a-y-l-o-n oh, shit i love that band there's I a so, there's a song shit. called dub right it has yeah. one note <laughs> Man, this is perfect. Yeah, I, I love that band. So that much. is the best note. <laughs> <laughs> I know that track. I have it in my head right now. Yeah, and <laughs> in fact, the lady—it's—they've got a woman singer, and she's singing. I eat dub for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and this bass is just boom. Yeah, yeah, but I think he's got some kind of effect on it. But it's still one big fat note. Look, we're at the end of the first hour. December 28, 2020, Dishwap Pedro Show. Special guest, Ricardo Diaz Gomez. Hold tight for hour two. December 28, 2020, it's the second hour of the Watt for Pedro Show.
policeman over in the rich part of town. Take your grandmother to the disco. Let us show you how to shimmy and shake. Shimmy and shake. Mm-hmm. I've seen you 
I'll be a guillotine queen. I'll be your, I'll be your, I'll be your.
know what the smallest thing in the world is that you can see in the dark? Do you? A lightning bug. They're tiny, and they've each got a dynamo in their rear end. That's no fooling. They can light up whenever they want to, and they want to light up in the dark. There'd be no sense in lighting up in the daylight. They'd wear the dynamo out. Pedro Show start off the second hour with O Temple from Do Amor. This is a project you're involved with. Yeah, Do Amor, my my band uh, with my good friends from Rio de Janeiro. We yeah, those guys are close friends really since my teenagehood. And at some point we would be playing with 
different people. We would serve as a band for people in general. And then at some point we decided to form our own thing. So the four of us do a more. Uh, yeah, and this track. I love this track, O Temple. Yeah. It, great, it, great, yeah. great tune. Cool. Then we had Sam Bennett doing Sever the Snake, Cosmo Scheiss with Guillotine Queen. What was her name? Susie Quattro. She had a song called The Glycerine Queen. Detroit. First lady I saw, you know, not playing tambourine or rock and roll band. She played bass. And she, rock, I think her brother was on guitar. The Heat Incorporated with uh, Your After Love song, Quiet Pig from Italy with uh, Thanks for the Flowers, Joy Cut Domino, Dynamo from David Greenberger and Prime Lens, and finally, Junta Espirito, Ricardo Diaz Gomez. Uh, so, yeah, you're in Portugal now. Yeah. So what I'm happened between here. yeah what happened between Portugal and uh, maybe uh, Dolomar? Well, like I left so many stuff back in Brazil, so many bands and projects for coming here to live here. Uh, I mean, we are still a band, Dolomar, and I still collaborate with many other projects back in Brazil. I don't feel like I really left Brazil. I'm still there. I go there very often. But for sure, being in another continent makes, you know, things different, right? But was it was it a musical idea to bring you to Portugal? Not really. Uh, although, of course, a whole new world opens up for me, a whole new continent to explore. But, yeah, my wife is Portuguese. Oh, we that moved. makes sense. Yeah, we, we lived in Rio for seven years, and I have kids, man. I have three kids. Ah, righteous. Yeah. So, I got to uh, tell you, I got to pl play with some experimental people in Lisbon. There's an experimental music scene there. Sure, for sure. Cool. Yeah, yeah. This Like, there'd be a Stooges gig in Lisbon, and we'd have a couple days off. And brother, especially Brother Steve McKay, the sax man, he knew about these people. Nice. And, and uh, also in Porto. And these guys playing really wild stuff, wide open. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's a good scene in Portugal. That free improv thing is really wild, really good in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah, and it's all over the place. Uh, I don't know, you know, because there's... With music, you always get the idea, of, like we were talking with jazz, tradition, right? And then you got, well, what's tomorrow? I don't right. know. Tomorrow hasn't got here yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, what what are your thoughts on that stuff? Yeah, I, I'm. I want to do contemporary stuff for sure. Of, I still. I, I mean, old stuff can sound contemporary uh, still nowadays. But I, yeah, I don't want to repeat anything. I want to come up with something really new and relevant. And I mean, I, I have to say that takes effort, right? Big Getting time, something big time. relevant. It it takes time, a lot of back and forth, and well, you we don't say, get a lot we, of that nowadays because everybody wants to put out material. They want to show up in the social media stuff. But yeah, I I need to always take a step back and and really. I ask myself is, is if what I'm doing is relevant, if I want to put that out. And we, that we, you know, we say we say here trial and error. And I think it's the yeah. way a, a kid learns skateboard. You just don't get on and, you know, you know what I mean? You fall down, yeah. you get back yeah. up. Yeah. 
you need you need that yeah yeah so this thing of yeah to, the idea of relevance i like that that's great i, I want to play a uh, pharmacia cool <laughs>
papel de seda azul Sabe mais fundo que o mar Tudo é um risco tão feliz Margem do céu, beira do mundo Rezas o anjo e joar Tudo é imenso show that chunk of music start off with ricardo diaz gomez and star rover with pharmacia tell us ricardo yeah this is like a joint adventure with my friends jeremy gustin and will grave from new york uh so they have this duo thing and we recorded that in lisbon like three years ago uh i love that track it's wild and we yeah we did that record like in three or four days not yeah. much planning but a lot of a lot of desire to do stuff together yeah that's did beautiful. they did, did they come to portugal or did you do it in new york city they came to portugal yeah for okay. some gigs they would be playing with some artists yeah. and yeah we put it together yeah yeah also you know it's kind of econo to live in portugal right if you're an artist because the economy is a little lower right now. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it's hardcore for musicians everywhere, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, I mean, I, 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 I think the the scene here is not that big, so of course you have more chances living in a big city like London or Berlin or New York. But but as is it small, it's also I mean it opens up some possibilities. If you do something, a well done shit, you know, really 
well thought out. You also have space. If you go to London, maybe there's too much shit going on and it's hard to go through. A lot of competition, but also big rent. Yeah. Big rent, Ricardo. A lot yeah. of De Niro, you know. Then uh, I got to other people. We heard Parallel Pyres with High Collar, Waku Waku Kingdom with Gaga, Don the Tiger, Boomerang, Rhythm Plague with RP Tango. Tango, sorry. And then Vikman Car. This is another, uh, uh, what, uh, maybe you were a sideman, Thomas uh, Kunha Ferreira? Right, yeah. My sideman, I'm playing the bass on that record. Yeah. Great bass. Great bass. This is, yeah, it's beautiful, right? It's yeah. like a Portuguese artist. He's also a painter, he's not only into music. And uh, yeah, I'm really, I really love that record. But what, what, so, what was the connect, Ricardo? He's like a, a friend of mine from, yeah, I met him through my wife. Uh, actually, I should say the opposite. Actually, this guy presented me my wife. <laughs> it's wow. <the> opposite. <laughs> He's to connect yeah. with your wife. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I would come to Portugal to play with Caetano Veloso. Yeah. And I met like Tomás in one of those gigs. Uh, yeah. I like this idea, though, that artists can get together, even though one's a visual and one's a musical, and maybe one guy does a little part-time. But the, the, the arts actually overlap, is my point. Sure, yeah, sure. It's a, like a mindset, right, to chase something like that's not there yet. Yeah, Yeah, and then, and then even inside the disciplines, there's this idea of genre. I think this stuff is kind of destructive. It's too much right. barrier, too much barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something I, I love about Brazil in general. They, we don't give a shit, you know. Like yeah, you can yeah. play punk and jazz, and nobody gives a shit. Yeah, yeah, I and love things, that. Things, things in Europe is more fragmented, you know. The punk scene, the rock scene, the jazz improv scene, the traditional jazz scene, and people don't really know each other, you know. Brazil is like everybody can play with everybody and it's cool. And, uh, yeah, it gets yeah. really crazy. I mean, even among punk. I remember when uh, I love Tim Yohannan, but Maximum Rock and Roll, all of a sudden there's different kinds of punk. There's crust, there's dirge, there's mm -hmm. <laughs> power <laughs> violence. What the fuck is it? It sounds all the same. <laughs> you know, rock and roll is rock and roll. Our music is music. It's rhythm, yeah. notes, sometimes some words, hopefully a lot of feeling. Yeah, yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I mean is, if you forget about the feeling, it just becomes little like, I remember asking Per when I was helping the Portal for Pyro guys, how can you tell the difference between these kind of, you know, cool, chill, dubstep, chill wave, whatever? And he said, Mike, it's the beats per minute. <laughs> I was like, oh man, okay. <laughs> I love that guy though, man. He's good. Uh, we're at the end of the second hour, December 28, 2020, Dish Watt Pedro Show. Special guest, Ricardo Diaz Gomez. Hold tight for hour three. December 28, 2020, it's the third hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
for Pedro show estamos en breve zumbi domato so uh that's what we started on third hour off T tell us about this tune here this project yeah this project that could not really exist nowadays the lyrics are really fucked up 
you know, politically <laughs> wrong. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I don't endorse it at all, but I mean, this band was like the the real shit, like really underground, wild, yeah. the most crazy ever I've ever, ever played. We would play uh, uh, like in the neighborhoods of Rio de Janeiro. I would not hang usually. Favela? Uh, no, 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 not really favela. It's just that like I was like raised like a middle class guy, like Ipanema, Copacabana, places you would know. Sure, sure. And that band introduced me to this whole new Rio de Janeiro musical scene. And I love it. I love it. I had having had that experience. And this band is, is like really wild. Uh, those guys are like the best. And yeah, but it's it's so model it's model crazy. No, Mato is Italiano. Uh, it's crazy. Mato is uh, forest, maybe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, like, like what the the four zombies? The yeah, yeah, zombie <laughs> from the forest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, we had crane after that with sea shanty lady itchio garden of igigi in dementia de galepios from Iom, Rio Sonambula, Aruba Avoa. That, th- this is a Portuguese guy who's living in uh, Brazil making music. Uh, not Brazil, Berlin, I'm sorry. Fucking what? Think Fast from Rope. Uh, J- Jerome Parker Wells out of St. Louis with Pivotal Pressure. And finally, I Have No Light That Shines Inside Without You from Negro Leo from the Black Line. Okay, what's that, Proj? Negro Leo. Yeah, this is one of like the new artists from Rio de Janeiro and a friend. I mean, I figured out I, I should like put together a list of music from, you know, uh, interesting stuff, not only my own stuff, right? So I'm just playing there at that track. and But this guy should be checked out. He's really interesting. Ah, so you're not in this music, but this is a guy you admire. No, I, I, I'm playing at, in this track, yeah. I'm oh, playing, you are? What, uh, are you, what are you doing, bass? Uh, no, I think I played keyboard. Okay. That, yeah. You know, we got to tell people the way they say bass in uh, Brazil and Portugal. Baixo. Baixo. <laughs> it's the yeah. greatest sound. Yeah, because the X's, people. It's kind of a... In fact, Portuguese has all this SH sound. Shh, shh. Baixo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's not bajo. It's a baixo. And then I found out, you know, I have a fucked up rodilla, a fucked up knee. And so I found that, you know, it's it's coho here. But you guys, caixo. <laughs> the X again. Caixo. <laughs> yeah, cripple. Uh, lame. Kusho. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> I, I fuck up everything. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, right now, there's no gigs, right? But are you composing, recording? Yeah, I'm doing that a lot. And I've, I've been practicing really hard. I'm getting my hands all beefed up for sure. Uh, what, 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 what is your method of practice? Well, it's been changing throughout the years. Uh, I'm more into like doing like workout now, you know, just like moving the fingers, uh, like 
not musical thing, just playing the notes and doing some workout for the hands. But, but of course, you are like, there, like doing your workout, and that at some point you get musical, you get ideas, and you end up composing, and you end up recording something. So I've been recording, yeah, quite a lot of stuff. Yeah, um, and you trade files via the internet. Yeah, yeah, we have been doing that a lot too. See, I, people, the internet a... is not all bad. That you, good things can come out of the internet. <laughs> yeah, <at least laughs> it's not I, all bad. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna play here, uh, 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 Kitano Veloso. I've heard yeah. of this guy. This guy's famous. Yeah, he's like super famous everywhere. Right, yeah. right, a great singer from Brazil. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Triste Bahia, ó oh, quão dessemelhante Estás isto do nosso antigo estado Pobre te vejo a ti, tu a me empenhado Te vi eu já Tua minha abundante Triste Bahia Ó quão dessemelhante A ti ponte A máquina mercante Que em tua larga barra Tem entrado A mim vem me trocando E tem trocado Tanto negócio e tanto negociante Triste Oh, quão dessemelhante Triste Pastinha já foi a África Pastinha já foi a África Mostra capoeira do Brasil Eu já vivo tão cansado De viver aqui na terra Minha mãe, eu vou pra lua Eu mais a minha mulher Vamos fazer Bandeira branca enfiada em pau forte A voz é 
passada e a cabeça lotada. Foi, não foi, tô esquecido no fingir. Já fui passado sem imagem, sem som. Vira e mexe, tô batido no Abusado Já nos davam por vencido Bebuliz e abusado Já nos davam por vencido Antigamente 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 Antigamente
Sopinha, né? Ouvi de sopinha. Pedro Show, last music for this edition. We had a Triste Bahia. There's a John Coltrane record called Bahia. Uh, Catano Veloso. You know, I'm thinking about jazz guys getting influenced by Latin rhythms. Diz, Dizzy Gillespie, really got into this Afro-Cuban stuff. And I got yeah. to see him do it just solo. Just him and his horn and him... You know, getting rhythmic with and melodic at the same time, but man alone. Shelley's oh, manhole. Yeah, Raymond Pettibone took me. Yeah, it was crazy. So we had a big old dashiki. It was beautiful. It was an experience of my life. I was crying. And we had Clara Rockmore. She was one of the pioneers on the ther ther theremin. In fact, I, I think a protege of the, the guy who invented it. Uh, Aria from Bacanais Brasileiras Numero 5. Clara Rockmore. Uh, and Miniature 5 from Mike Cooper, the Xenocronic AMM All-Stars, and I'm on the base, on the by show there, Sci-Fi Hangover Cure, and finally, Pela Orla Dos Velos Tempos from Lucas Santana, spelled a little different, but, and uh, Celico Natural. Tell us about that, sure. that project, uh, Lucas Santana. Yeah, Santana. Lucas Santana... Yeah. Uh, it's from Bahia. Yeah. And yeah. Do you know artist. you know the John Coltrane record I'm talking about, Bahia? I, I I don't have the sound in my head, but yeah, he has the uh, record yeah. called yeah. Bahia, right? Yeah. Okay, so this guy's an artist from there? Yeah, he's from Bahia. I think he might be coming to live in Lisbon actually. I just heard that. And yeah, this is the first guy who put me to tour. Uh, around Brazil, playing the bass, and at that time we would play like a very dub-like reggae dub sound. So that was really important for me, like starting to play that, and it was crazy, you know, traveling around and playing dub music. Can, I, I miss that. <laughs> yeah, big fat sound. Can I ask about your touring? Did, were you up in the northeast part of Brazil? Because I heard the music scene there is much different. Yeah. Brazil is, is is infinite, man. Everywhere you go has a, a thing, you know. It's sure, like a, sure. That's great. So, yeah. Because I want to check it out because I've only been in that south uh, east corner, you know. And there's oh, this huge yeah, thing. There's all the best. <laughs> yeah, there's all the inside, and like I said, the stuff in the north east uh, on the coast way up. And so you getting the tour. So I got to thank, uh, yeah, Mr. Santana for taking you on tour. There's nothing like that. A guy taking you on tour when you're young. Yeah, yeah. What a gift. What a gift to give someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I can say like the northeast part 
Recife, like it, it's amazing. You have really have to go there and see stuff. It's wild and beautiful. Yeah. And where can people find you on the internet? Uh, mostly everywhere. Bandcamp. No, is there a Ricardo Diaz Gomez website? Uh, no, I mean, there I, will be. <laughs> I, I have like Instagram, Facebook. I know, and, but those are owned, owned by big companies. You, you can right, make your own. Right. It's like having your own fanzine. Did you have fanzines when you were in Rio de Janeiro as a kid? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's kind of like a website. <laughs> <laughs> Bandcamp's cool. I think they're cool. Bandcamp is very cool. Yeah. I think Bandcamp is one of the best things happening for music people on the, the internet. The only one that's cool, right? <laughs> that's right. I, I think so. I think all the rest are jive and bullshit. Me too. Me too. I hate everything. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Look, it's been a huge honor to have you on the show. Thank you so much. When you get some new music, will you bring it to me so I can play it for the people? Cool, man. Yeah. Okay. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean really, man. What you're doing is fucking happening. Cool. Okay, okay thank too. you. Keep on keeping on, brother. People, it's Take been uh, December 28, 2020, Dishwap. Pedro, so keep your powder dry. <laughs>